you're ready to stop submitting basic applications and winging your interview for your next nursing role, whether you're a graduate nurse or a seasoned healthcare professional, we'd love to exclusively invite you to our secret nurse growth hub, where you can get all of the support to apply, interview and land your next nursing role completely free. All of the resources that we've shared and created over the last three years that have helped 3,000 plus nurses internationally apply, interview and land their next nursing role. So what are you waiting for? Come and join us today. It's completely free. LiamCaswell.com forward slash NGH. Come and join the Nurse Growth Hub today and let's make applying, interviewing and landing your next nursing role easy. listening to the High Performance Nursing Podcast with me, Liam Caswell, where I help clinicians just like you take control of their careers and remove all the things stopping you from achieving your biggest goals. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're well. Today, we are talking all things nursepreneurship. So many of you have been chatting to me about setting up your own thing and making money online and traveling the world and doing all the things. And then I went, oh my goodness, that's what I do. (laughs) In truly young style, I never feel like I'm qualified enough to talk about something until I've done it 300 million times. So today I'm starting the to uncover, to unpeel, to unpack nursepreneurship through my lived experience of building a nurse online coaching business. Now, what I'm going to talk to you about today predominantly is like the, just the idea and the concept and how it came to be, because there's so much to talk about. I think one thing about being an online nursepreneur and a coach is is just that there's so many options, which is a problem for someone like me, because I want to do them all at the same time, (laughs) if you haven't noticed. So, um, I thought that it's my duty, it's my job to be vulnerable and to share. And that's why I created this platform. Really, this this is really for me to document my my learnings, my lessons, my successes, my failures. So um, so that you guys can get to the goal much quicker than I did. And that's what all of my incredible mentors do. They teach me, they coach me so that I can get to my goals quicker than they got to theirs. So um, hopefully you take something away from that. So if you're somebody that is a nurse, a nursepreneur, uh, or an aspiring nursepreneur, um, I just want you to know that being an entrepreneur like can look any way, shape, and form. Much like our careers, where you can nurse on your terms, you can nursepreneur on your terms. You can literally do all of the things to get the creative brain juices flowing. Here's a couple of ideas just to get you thinking about what you could do. Right, so you could be an IV hydration nurse. You could set up your own IV hydration company. You could sell shit on Etsy, and you could sell like downloads and freebies. You could become an online nurse coach and you could coach people in any way, shape or form, in any topic across the board. There is no limits with coaching. There's no limits, truly. You could um, be somebody that provides like community events. I know a couple of nursepreneurs that do that. You can teach people educational content, right? You can set up a RTO, a BLS, ALS, ILS training company, manual handling. You could become a nurse agency. You could, I don't know, be an e-commerce, like sell shit online. There are so many things. You could be a podcast editing production team. You could, like, there's so many things that you can do. 
and your nursing skills and experiences will filter through all of them and you'll be able to use them in every way, shape and form. It has surprised me so much how I use stuff that I used in ICU in my business every single day. So um, don't think that what you have isn't enough. To be quite honest, like to be an entrepreneur, like you probably don't even need to be a nurse. You can just be an entrepreneur, <laughs> which is so good, right? So maybe it might be a stretch for you to call yourself an entrepreneur. Maybe some of you will struggle with that. Call yourself an entrepreneur, okay? Call like side hustle, like I'm side, hu side hustling. Um, so I digress, but I wanted to um, talk to you about how I came to be and where I got to this idea of coaching nurses. So let's rewind a little bit. Let me tell you a little story. Get all tucked in and ready to rock and roll. So when I was working in Canberra as a clinical nurse educator, I was working across five inpatient medical units. Um, and it was a super busy role. There's 150 staff. I, I've never worked harder in my life, to be quite honest. That job was all-encompassing. Um, but it was an amazing experience for me to learn, grow, and develop. And in that role, I kept seeing a similar trend. Kept seeing people applying for jobs and not getting them. I kept seeing my peers who were like 20 years experience, you know, like much more experienced than me. And I saw them not landing these jobs that they were going for. I was like, what is going on? Obviously I knew the industry, the biases, the tapping on the shoulder, all of the things. But I thought, how can we make it so that like, it's silly for them to say no to these people? Like you could not argue with how incredible this person is clinically, but when they submit their applications and they go to interview, they're obviously not nailing it, right? And it's normal. Who likes writing CV cover letters, selection criteria, and doing interviews? No one. So we don't prioritize it. We don't put a lot of effort into it. And the nursing industry, unfortunately, also doesn't value it a great deal. So it's not overly intensely competitive. And we will literally take people, you know, that spell their name incorrectly on a CV. I've seen that happen. <laughs> um, but we don't, high performers don't present themselves like that, right? We go in and we present ourselves at a level where we want to be perceived and respected and get the job based on how incredible we are. So I started seeing this unfolding in my job and people were coming into my office and they were crying and they were telling me, Liam, you know, at the end of the day, I've been working here for 20 years and I'm so fed up and I feel so disrespected. Um, all of these internal negative narratives were running and quite rightly so. And I said to them, look, let me see your CV cover letter selection criteria. How are you selling yourself? And lo and behold, when I got these applications, I was like, okay, this is the problem. You're getting the interview and your application obviously is okay. It's adequate. But do we want to proceed with just an okay application? Do we want to really get an interview based off the fact that it's just like a P, right? I know they say P's make degrees, but I think that we want to solidify our position at the start. So, because you're on the back foot, if not, trust me, you're on the back foot. The panel have already decided, they've already judged you, even though they shouldn't, because they're humans, before, if your application is not good, before you come to the interview, okay? So, um, we worked on their applications, and they, and they sent it through, and, and I looked at that, and then I said, right, tell me about how you prep for the interview. And they were like, well, I don't, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Some people did, some people had a couple of things they'd do, some people would practice in the mirror, they'd think about the potential questions. So I saw an opportunity and this has been something that I have really lent into over the last few years in running a business is being attuned to opportunity. A lot of us are just blindly passing by incredible money-making opportunities every single day. I want you to raise your awareness and attention to what is happening around you. What do people come to you for? What do people think you're a specialist at? What do they think that you can do better than anybody else? 
What do people always ask you? What do people always come to you for? In every way, shape and form throughout your life, there's a potential business in all of those opportunities. Do we want to do them all? No. But can we explore them? Yeah. Could we play with them in our brain? Like, oh, what would happen here? We can, we can just play with it cognitively and see how we feel in our bodies. Do we feel that pull, that draw, like, oh, holy crap, like there's lots of people that need this. I had that moment, right? I sat there in the office and I said to my colleague when uh, one of the nurses left, I was like, do you see the theme here? Like there's so many people in need. So I started helping people for free because it was my job. <laughs> I was an educator and I thought, let's create some education around getting your level twos in your clinical nurse specialist roles and like how to sell yourself and how to communicate. And I went and did the research and I had applied for like 10 jobs by this point. So I was pretty well versed in it. And I um, created these educational presentations, I presented them to the stream and people started to get their jobs. People started to get an opportunity and they started to see themselves in a different way. They started to see them being empowered. As we spoke about how great they were, they, they really learned into it and they were like, holy shit, like th I feel like this, but, I, but I've never really had the words to put to it. So I started to realize that I was really good at helping people convey their message in a way that they couldn't see. And this is the beauty of coaching, my friends, is that if you are in a place where you can't see it yourself, and this is why I have coaches, going to other people and helping them, helping them helping us see our greatness is like the most amazing gift you could ever give to someone. So I found that that was one of my super skills, was helping people see what they couldn't see. Like helping them see what I saw and helping them really convey their message in a way that was compelling to the panel. So that's how the idea was born. I helped probably 20, 25 people for free, testing it all out, doing their CV in my lunch break as a nurse educator, you know, doing it when I was supposed to be doing other work, helping them alongside. Um, and then they'd come in and we'd do a bit of interview prep and we'd have the, the, the interview presentations be on the education calendar when jobs were going up, like backfilling opportunities. And we'd really tailor it to the staff, like to empower them. Go for it. Don't let applying and interviewing stop you. And because of that, we had a better pool of candidates and we had people that really stepped up and really surprised us. And it was just lovely to watch. So that was my first little moment of like, oh, this could be an idea. But it's funny because at that time, I wasn't thinking of setting up a business. I had never thought of setting up a business. And what's funny to me is that I kind of parked that idea. I just kept helping people, did my job. And then I got really kind of like, I went for a job. Ironically, I went for a job from educator to being the nurse unit manager across the stream. And I thought I was perfect for it. And I was like selling myself on it. And my application was killer. And I had the Masters of Health Leadership and Management and I'd worked in the stream and I'd transfer, like transferred, transformed lots of things. Oh my camera, you YouTubers, I don't know what's happening here. My camera's gone funny. <laughs> um, I transformed the stream. Like we went from zero education attendances across the year, in the year previous to like over 2,500 episodes of attendance. We had daily educate, we transformed the shit out of that stream. And people loved working there. We really enhanced the culture, me and my team. And I was so proud of that. And I thought the next step, this is the next step. And I applied for the medical uh, nurse unit manager position and I didn't get it. And I was like, it was a triggering moment because it was one of the first jobs that I ever applied for across my career that I didn't get. And it was like this moment of like, 
I just went into a shame shit storm, a spiral of like self-doubt, all of the things. Everything that I teach on today, I've been through and that's why I teach it and that's why I coach and I'm so passionate about it. And I found out through the grapevine that it was a tap on the shoulder situation. The person that got it was not known to be a very nice human and they were struggling and they were suffering. So I um, I took the opportunity, well, I was petty. <laughs> I was petty, I'm going to be honest. I was petty and I took time off. I took four weeks off because I was like, I've busted my guts here and no one's seeing it and blah, blah, blah. And that was the first lesson in Liam, no one gives a fucking shit. So if you're somebody that is like, stressing about all that stuff, no one cares. No one cares. You heard it here first, no one cares. Stop giving your power to other people. Don't do what I did. So I did that and I was like, they can't see me, they can't see me, but I truly just couldn't see how much I had grown, how much I had given. So from there, I took four weeks off. I went and did my internship in Fiji. I had a pretty terrible mental health time when I was there. I didn't, it sounds amazing to go to Fiji, but my brain was in a really bad place. So I was going down this path of like self-sabotage and like, what am I going to do? And I'm stuck and like, how vicious are these people? And I was trying to fix it all whilst I was in Fiji. I was trying to find new jobs from this place of lack and scarcity. And um, I thought to myself, no, I can't do this. And Luke, my partner is incredible. And he said, you need help. And I was like, yeah, I do. And I'd been Googling, doctor Googling, like, what can I do with my career? And where can I go from here? And like, maybe a career in musical theatre is, it's not too late, you know? And um, Google was just shooting back at me, like these generic responses. And I was like, oh, I could do this, I could do that. I wasted hours applying for jobs that never were going to be a fit for me. And they didn't come to fruition for that reason. Now I can see on reflection. And Luke said, you need help. So I started looking for career coaches that could help nurses and I couldn't find one. Could not find one in Australia. I was looking in Australia, right? I, there's globally nurse coaches, but I wanted an Australian one that understood. I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be validated. I wanted somebody to confirm that what I'd went through was terrible. There was, it was an injustice and that, you know, there's a way forward. And this person is going to give me all the answers. And then we're going to see in me what I saw in so many people. And then we're going to give me that little nudge. And that's what happened in a sense. Um, but it was so much more than that. And I've actually interviewed my first coach, my first career coach, Beck, on the podcast. So go and listen to that episode. She's incredible. And although she's not a nurse... Um, I kind of let my guard down and I was like, oh, she's not a nurse. I'll give her a go. She's in Canberra. And I jumped on a call with her and she was so lovely. And from there, I was like, I need this help. And it was a big investment. Like I invested a couple of thousand dollars to work with her. But the cost of not investing in her at this point far outweighed the cost of the program. And so many of you that are sitting here thinking about nursepreneurship, that's one thing I want to convey to you is that when you become a nursepreneur, you really, really, really need to learn the skill of investing and the skill of throwing money out into the world and investing in yourself because it's expensive, right? But it's only expensive if you don't get the return. I would say now, like the return for me is tenfold, even on that first investment. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about that so much today, but just be mindful that as you become a nursepreneur, You've got to invest money to make money. And that is 100% true. So I invested in Beck and I invested in myself. 
And it was, I was so excited. So we jumped on our first call and we're going through the motions and Beck had me do a couple of things and we looked at my mindset. And I, to this day, haven't watched those videos back, but I need to go back and watch them because I think that I would have a full circle moment of how proud I am about what I've achieved in the last few years. Um, but Beck was so curious. And one of the beautiful things that Beck gave me was just permission to explore, permission to be curious about what else could be possible. What else is out there? And in doing that, I came across this idea. And I said, what do people compliment you for? What do, they, what do they come to you for? And I was like, well, I help them with applications. And she was like, and I had a moment like on that quad, like a click. And I went, holy shit. I've been doing this for 20, 30, 35 people in the hospital. I've trained hundreds of people in how to do interviews and succeed and land the job. What if I... What if I create a business around that? There is no nurse career coaches and there is a dying need because pretty much 99.9% .9 of the population of nurses can't stand the job and they're over it right before it's even started half the time. So what if I did that? And Beck was like, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Like so casual, so neutral, you know, typical coach, like, oh, aha moment. And from there, high performance nursing was born. And... Initially, I resisted the idea. I was like, how the hell am I going to make money online? How is that even possible? And not only that, I was like, heck to the no, am I giving up all of this experience? I've done 10 years of nursing by this point. I've got two masters in healthcare. I'm destined for greatness. <laughs> I had this vision to be the CEO and to really rule the roost and like change the culture. Not from a like authoritarian, like your know, dictator style. Like I wanted to inspire change. I wanted to be the CEO because I wanted to really show people what it could be like. I was like, Beck, I don't know if I can give all of that up. And in that coaching process, I had to make decisions that were really difficult and tough. But I want you to hear this. Like if you're in a similar place, you don't have to make that decision at that point. You can just start becoming an entrepreneur and then you can just see what happens. And that's really what I did. So I was still working and I started offering this. I set up a, uh, an Instagram and a Facebook. I um, started mapping out like what I would actually offer people. And it's so funny now when I think about it, my first offering was just like career coaching. And of course I put it out into the world. I put like one post <laughs> up on Instagram with my three followers. <laughs> And uh, no website. And I thought to myself, this is going to sell like crazy. <laughs> and you will all have a very similar experience. And it's kind of grounding now to look back. Because that's not what happens, my friends. No one cares. No one sees it. You have to do a lot more reps. So I learned that lesson very quickly. And um, I learned that people didn't want career coaching. Nurses don't even know. Like I still to this day, people come to me and they're like, what is it? What do you do? <laughs> I'm confused. So that just shows me that it's one, a good niche to be in, right? It's a good area to be in because it's growing and people don't know about it. And two, <laughs> and two, that you've just got it. Repetition, repetition, repetition. So from there, that offer obviously didn't sell. But what I started to see was that one, people in my organization were looking for help so that I was a bit naughty and a few people came to me and they were like, oh, can you help me? And I was like, yeah, you know, I really shouldn't be doing it here in my job. I was a bit naughty, but I wanted to test the waters and I charged like $250 for everything. Like I sold my soul, literally sold my soul to these people. And they, the offer was like, resus your resume. 
And I thought that was pretty good, actually. And some people really connected with that. I thought it was a bit cheesy as well. But research your resume was come in and I'll do your CV, your cover letter, your selection criteria for you. And I'll jump on two coaching calls with you. And I'll provide unlimited support. And you can contact me at any time. And you can do X, Y, and Z for $250. So those people were very, very lucky. And of course, they had great success. But I was burning the heck out before it even started. So it's a lesson there in like, where we start is not where we end up. The same is true in your nursing career, right? Where you start is not where you end up. Sometimes at the start, we have to do the things that are not sustainable and scalable because we've got to, like, we've just got to test it. But what that time, that offering gave me was the opportunity to see what really works, what people wanted. But trust me when I say this, even with it being that good, (laughs) even with the offer being like, Unlike nothing that was available, bearing in mind I'd spent thousands of dollars for Beck to do something similar for me and I was I was selling it for $250, I had lots of people tell me it was too expensive. No, I can't do that. It's too expensive. And that was one of the first things that I had to learn very quickly, and I'm still learning to this day, was how to sell. I struggled, my friends, to sell $250 worth of coaching. I struggled to sell free coaching. I struggled to sell a free call. Come talk to me. I've got nothing to sell you. People wouldn't take it. So I, want, I share that because at the start of your, your nursepreneurship journey, there are so many opportunities for skill growth and development that you've not even thought about. I did not think about how do I like learn how to sell? So I had to, you know, skill, I had to do a skills gap analysis. I had to look at that. I had to start thinking, where do I get this information? How do I fill this gap? And Beck was great at supporting me through that. And it was just trial and error. So I wanted to give you, that's how it was all born. And from there, I just kept building. But I want you to hear me loud and clear when I say that the the business has evolved so much over the last few years. I launched this in August 2020 from my memory. I can't go back and look at my website or whenever I bought the domain or anything because I've done, I've bought so many different domains. Um, And that's a story for another day. But I think that it was about August 2020 and um, I was doing this alongside my educator job and then I took an advanced practice nurse role job and I was doing it on the side there in my evenings. So I'd work full time and then I would do it in the evenings on the weekends for 250 bucks. And to some of you that might sound like a lot, but trust me, I was doing like a lot of work, like over 10 to 15 hours per client through the journey of their time with me and then some for some of them, okay, because they needed a lot of support. But it was worth it for me to be able to understand what people needed and wanted and how to communicate what they wanted and to meet them where they're at and to see what worked and what didn't work and what they liked and what they didn't like so that I could build what I have today. And what I have today will keep evolving as I move forward as well, okay? So you've got to be really open to being flexible, adaptable, and knowing that it's not a one-time thing. That's been my biggest challenge has like, I do something once and I think, oh, I'll never have to do that again. But the next week I have to re I have to rebuild the whole thing. So there's a lot of behind the scenes work, right, that happens that people don't necessarily see. So there's 10 hours per client. Think like add an extra 10 hours for social media content, you know, starting an email list, building out my website for the first time and having never coded or never done any of these things. I don't want you to be scared because nowadays it's so easy to do all of these things. But you've got to navigate all of these these skill gaps, which is super fun. And it's one of the reasons why I now love being a nursepreneur. And I think that more nurses should do it for sure. So from there, August 2020 is when I launched it. And that first year, 
and I went through my records there and I reckon August 2020, I think I had like 10 people that year. Uh, I did not have many at all. And I was just starting, right? So I was just sussing it out, testing the waters. I didn't really have any goals, didn't really have a plan. I was just like, here's an offer. Do you like it? If people didn't like it, I tweaked it. Put it back out. Do you like it? People didn't like it, I tweaked it. So, oh, somebody likes it. Maybe that works. And then I keep trying that, keep reiterating the process. And then 2021 was the year where I dove in and I got a bit more serious about it because I was working full time. I was doing this on the side. I launched my podcast in January 2021 and I started from there like trying to hone in my messaging. I came up with the idea of high performance nursing because I just realized that I related with that term. I thought that was an incredible nurse like many of you listening do but we're not seen as that. We don't talk about being great nurses. We don't see the greatness in ourselves. So that's what I mean by high performance nursing is like helping you uncover the greatness that is you, right? It, and becoming the highest performing version of a nurse that you could be for you, not for the hospital, for you. So that was the idea behind that. Um, and that took me weeks to come up with that as well. Hilarious. And even to this day, I still think, mm, I don't know, <laughs> maybe I should have a different name, but I'm sticking with it for the time being. Um, and that, that 2021 was uh, one of the first years that I kind of like lent in a little bit more, got a bit more serious with the coaching. And that's a story for a different day. But I wanted to give you just like some context around what that looks like in terms of a business, right? So to kickstart, I had an Instagram page with terrible posts. Scroll right down to the bottom of my Instagram page um, and I'll cringe whilst you do it. Go and have a look <laughs> at all the posts. And I was sharing lots of quotes and there was nothing really compelling for people to do. But I was trying, right? And like, I want you to think about it. if you want to be an entrepreneur, you've got to try like a hundred times, a thousand different ways. Like you've got to do it like so many times to be able to get to the goal. And that's part of the fun. If you're not up for that, entrepreneurship's not for you. You have to be willing to try, 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 fail, succeed, fail, 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 succeed, right? That's what it's about. And then um, what else did I have? I had a very basic website on WordPress, which I absolutely detested. So uh, if you like coding and you like building websites, WordPress is perfect for you. Rory, the Aussie nurse educator, will kill me for saying not to use WordPress because he loves it. Um, but he's very tech savvy and I was not at the time. I actually built my whole website. It took me a couple of weeks to build it and then I deleted it by mistake and I couldn't get it back. So don't do that. Um, and then uh, what else did I have? I had a very basic offering. I didn't have a great sales page or anything like that. And I just was telling people about it. I went to a party uh, in Canberra with a bunch of nurses and people were like, oh, what are you doing, Liam? And I'm like, oh, I'm an educator. I'm doing this. I'm I can't remember where I was at the time. And um, they said, uh, one of my friends said, you know what? Um, Emily is actually applying for uh, a new role. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. And then my friend said, Liam actually helps people. And she actually introduced me. Liam helps like nurses. And I was like so scared and worried. I was like, yeah, I do. I think I do. Yeah, I do. And she was like, oh, like, how much do you charge? And I was like, $250. I had no clue. I had no idea because I hadn't sold it up until this point. She was my first paid client. And I was so nervous. I was so stressed. I was so worried about all of this. And the, the funny thing is, actually, she was my first paying client. $250. Um, she applied for a job. She's moving into state. And 
she didn't get the job. And I went into this spiral of like, oh my God, Liam, what have you done? Like you said you'd help her. You helped her. Like, what if she just did it alone? Maybe she would have got a better result. Oh my God. Like, did you stuff this up for her? And I was like, I had to really learn to manage my mind. Being an entrepreneur is about learning that your brains can offer you bullshit stories that are not factual, not true. How could I possibly be responsible for her result? I can help her. I can inspire her, I can motivate her, I can help her see how incredible she is. My job was to take her from where she was to like 10 times better than that or like you know, two times better than that and really help her. So I had to manage my brain and I still do to this point where I release the need to be responsible for people's results. because so I can't land you the job. And that's been a, like a transition that's been something that I've learned through the time. But first client, did not land the job. <laughs> you can't make it up, right? And I was like, well, this is a sign from the universe. I should just throw the towel in. And of course, um, the universe kept sending me more people, right? And I buy more, I mean like one every month. It was not, it was not super busy. So I would st keep telling people and I'd keep seeing jobs and people local to me would be like, Liam, I'm applying for this. Can you help? And I said, yeah, it's 250 bucks. I started to get better. But even when I said it's 250 bucks and even when I started getting people that had had great results working with me, people still didn't buy. People still told me, oh, that's too expensive, Liam. I don't know. Nah, it's too much. And I didn't know how to sell. That was the problem. I didn't know how to communicate the value, which is ironic as hell, right? Because I help other people communicate their value, but I was struggling communicating my own. But it's part of the process. So that first year, uh, 2021 was really kind of when I went all in. And the first technical year of my business, I made $10,000. I made $10,000 and that blew my freaking mind. I was like, what the hell? I made 10K online as a nurse, sharing my skills and experience. I didn't have to go and get another degree. I didn't have to go and get another qualification. At that point, I just had what I had, my lived experience, and I sold it. And I had people getting great results. I had people that didn't get the job because I can't guarantee you the job. I can work with you, now we work with you until you land a job, right? We've changed the offering because people want that security. So I met the market where they are, right? That's what people want, that's what I'm gonna give them. Um, but that's reflected in the investment, right? Because it's a business, not a charity. <laughs> so I can't afford to run it at 250 and say, I'll work with you over 50 million applications, right? I can't do that. It's a, I would love to do that, but I can't. So that first year, 10K, I was like, holy shit, I made 10K online from my laptop, sitting in my house, sometimes with a glass of wine, <laughs> right? Uh, that is totally possible for you. And at that point in time, I was like, I started to build belief in myself that I could do this. I was like, maybe I could leave my full-time job. Like 10 k is not gonna pay for shit, right? Like that, that, that money was like paying for my website and paying for all the social media accounts that I had, like all the things that you buy behind the scenes, which I'll talk more about in this series. But I, I started to see the possibility and Beck was telling me how she had made six figures online as a coach, multiple six figures online as a career coach. And I thought if she can do it, why can't I do it? And that's what I want this series of nursepreneurship chats, like these riffs, these vulnerable shares, the behind the scenes to offer you guys is possibility. Because I didn't believe that it was possible until I had the evidence. And now I have the evidence that it's possible. I want you to borrow belief from me that regardless of what you wanna do, if you don't wanna be a coach, you have to be a coach. You can make 10K selling stuff on Etsy. You can make 10K, an extra 10K this year, you know, I don't know, like working, I don't know, setting up something else. I'll need to riff some ideas. But you could do it being 
doing anything. You could do it being casual, right? Like, that's kind of nursepreneurial. Like, just being a casual nurse is kind of like, I'm a nursepreneur. Like, I'm casual. I go and make more money for the same work. Like, that's nursepreneurship. So I want you to see and borrow belief from me that it's totally possible. Now, um, I haven't uh, I haven't dived into uh, 2021 and 2022 because I'm going to kind of build on this series. I'm going to give you more information as I move forward, be transparent, share all this because I realize that there are lots of nurses out there that are making money online that don't talk about it. And I think that part of it for me is like, I've, there's there's like a shame story that I have about money. I think a lot of us have it about having more money and are we worthy of the money? Are we, you know, and then the industry has narratives about money and that's a whole different chant where, you know, the industry thinks that like a lot of people think everything should be free for nurses. Oh, like that would be lovely, but we live in an economy. Like, you know, like we live in a, a world that everything costs money. And why should it be free? <laughs> right? So like, there's so many things to unpack on this nursepreneurship journey. And you might find that you have some of these self-limiting beliefs like, that I do as well. Like, I can't charge people this. No one will pay it. No one will pay it. That is a, a lesson that I have learned to not be true through my whole career. I'm not ripping people off. I could never stand by a product that I don't believe is worth the investment. Everything that I sell, I sell because I believe in the investment. I would never put anything out there into the universe that I don't believe would be worthy of the time and the money spent. I expect my people to come and work with me and to 10x the results, right? If you think of our graduate career launch program, for example, when people come and join that program, their investment is around $2,000 at the moment at the time of recording, and they get a return of sixty-five dollars to $70,000 and a lifetime of skills and a mindset shift that allows them to enjoy their career, burnout proof their career. They get everything that they need to kickstart their career on their terms. How much is that worth to somebody? How much is it worth to someone that's trained for three years as an international nurse that comes to Australia that pays a hundred grand? How much is it worth for them to land the job? That's where you get crazy and you go, oh my God, this, this actually you could sell it for, you could sell it for 10 grand. People do. <laughs> but then I'm like, oh, I'm like, let's be sensible, <laughs> right? So I have lots of things about money and money is one of the main challenges in being an entrepreneur because we all have untold subconscious money stories and beliefs that will hold us back from actually selling ourselves and communicating our worth to the world. And that's been something that I've truly, truly struggled with. But I have been able to lean into that, get coached on that, keep working on it, keep building my beliefs, keep testing new things, keep improving our offers, keep improving our results, blowing people's minds. That's what's fun about being an entrepreneur. And you can totally do that in any way, shape and form. Whatever nursepreneurship idea you have, it's viable. I don't care. It's totally viable. And in the next couple of episodes, we'll talk about like my experience in creating, like finding a niche and finding people that will pay you and all of the things. But I would love your feedback because I'm going to stop here because I could talk forever. And this has just been a riff, an introduction to my story about business um, my first year income as an RS 10k, I'm going to be open and honest about all of this because I think that I want more nurses to be nursepreneurs. I want you to live the life where you can wake up in the morning and you can decide that you want to work today and you can still make money. I want you to, like, it blows your mind, right? Like when I say that, I'm like, what? That's, that's possible? It is possible. It's totally possible. I want you to be asleep and wake up and get an email and say somebody's bought your thing. I want you to be on holiday, 
six months of the year and making your own money and like being able to do that. Travel the world if you want to. Travel Australia. I want you to be able to work two days a week in your job and make money online. I want you to be able to have time and location and income freedom. One of the biggest challenges with being a nurse is that our income's capped. For me, if I was going to become CEO or whatever else, like sure, maybe I'll be like 250k, 300k. But if I'm going to be on this earth, and this is my only shot on this earth, I'm going to make sure that I optimize every aspect of that. I'm going to make sure that I create the life that I want, that I deserve, that I'm worthy of, that I can create. And I'm going to grow and develop and learn on that process to the goal. And I'm going to allow myself to have financial freedom. I'm going to allow myself to have time freedom, location freedom. We all can gift ourselves that through entrepreneurship. Is it easy? No. Have I worked more than I've ever worked in my life? Yeah. Do I absolutely love what I'm doing? Yeah. Have I been searching for the right career path my whole life? Yes. Do, have I found it in entrepreneurship? Yes. <laughs> right? Because I'm always thinking of different things that I could do. There's always opportunities right in front of you that you could potentially monetize and it doesn't have to be hard. So I would love your feedback from this episode. Please let me know. Tell me all the things. What resonated with you? What are you taking away from it? Send me a message. If you listen to it and you've got this far, you're obviously interested in being an entrepreneur. I have absolutely nothing to sell you okay, in entrepreneurship land yet because I'm the type of person that needs to do something, build the skill set, learn the best approach and then package it up so that you can do it in like a quarter of the time that I've done it. And that's what I'm working towards. But I, I have nothing to sell you in this space. I curiously, genuinely just want to hear from you about what this has triggered for you today, what it's inspired within you, what you think is possible. Like, tell me what you're thinking of creating. And I love to hear it. I love riffing on ideas. So send me a message at High Performance Nursing. I'm everywhere. Uh, Liam at liamcaswell.com in email. Just shoot it through there and I'll get back to you. Even if you want to book a call, um, one of our calls, our free 15-minute calls, the career clarity calls. But if you come on and you want to talk entrepreneurship and you just want to riff some ideas and pick my brains, do that. Like, feel free. It's 100% free. I'm not going to sell you nothing. I've got nothing to sell you in this space. So come and um, book one of those calls. I'd love to chat to you. Now, if you are a, now I'm going to turn my entrepreneurship hat on. If you are a graduate nurse that is listening to this episode, because I know many of you want to um, build a, a business from the get-go, which I think is fabulous and it's totally possible. If you're a graduate nurse and you're applying for June and July graduate programs, or you're not even applying for graduate programs, you're nursing on your own terms, you're doing your own thing, you're going out into the world and creating a job that you would love. Maybe it's nursepreneurship. You need to come and join our GCLP. All of the info is in the show notes. We are open. This is the time to join my friends. Trust me, like I said earlier, you heard me talk about it. Your investment is guaranteed. It's 100% risk-free. Take note, nursepreneurship friends. When you are thinking of setting up an offer, you want to make it so ridiculously amazing that people cannot say no to it, right? Not in a pushy, salesy, horrible, icky way, but in a way where people are empowered because there's safety in investing in themselves. And in nursing, we haven't got that safety instilled within the culture. Medicine, they invest a lot of money in themselves. We don't have that in our culture. So we've got to create safety for those that do take the leap and do invest in themselves. So I offer that across all my programs. It's not of benefit for me for you to come in and to not get the result. You will get the result. 
but it's not of benefit me to me for you not to get the result. So we guarantee it. We work with you until you land a job. So if you're a grad, come and join us. Uh, we've got a special offer on at the moment. You will get uh, 500 bucks off. Um, we've got a full pay, a six pay, and a 12 payment plan option. So money really isn't a problem. We've got options for all budgets. Don't let that stop you from getting the support that you need and starting your career on your terms. Don't be like me, waiting 12 years to kickstart your true career. Take control of it now. I will see you all on Thursday in the next episode for our Grad Nurse Success Series. But I hope you've enjoyed it and let me know. Come and chat to me on socials. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I'm so privileged that you spent your time with us here today. Hey, can I ask a favour? If you know someone that would benefit from this podcast episode, please share it with them. The more you share, the more we get in front of amazing nurses and we're able to help them see that nursing on their terms across their career is totally possible for them. So I'd love if you could do that. Now, I will see you in the next episode next week. Until then, let's make this year the year that you nurse on your terms. Are you ready? Let's do it.